Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. This is the Magic Our Way Podcast with my mutants, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. They're cut above the rest, bub. <laughs> you're the best there is at what you do, and what you do is pretty nice. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. The Magic R-Way Podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Asante, son, everyone. You're listening to the Magic R-Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. In the United States of America, we are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find this. It is Marvel Moment time. For this episode, we are discussing the first two episodes of WandaVision. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. As always, so join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing very well, gentlemen. How y'all doing today? Doing good. We're putting you to work today. All right. I like it. Marvel, Marvel shirt. Moments. My Marvel, Marvel show, man. Marvel, Marvel show. Shirt. Not more than a moment. Yeah. All day. All, all ready for it. Ready for it. And joining us for this Marvel show is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hey, Lee. What's going on? How you guys doing? We doing great. <laughs> all good, all good. And guys, uh, joining us on this very special show, fresh off the boat with the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom, where he served as quartermaster, we welcome back our very own Officer Week and Kirk Landry. Kirk, welcome back once again to the Fat City Studios, sir. As always, I have so missed this. <laughs> Did you come now? A, camaraderie. Yes. Come on what? Camaraderie. Come, 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 come ride on it. Camaraderie. Oh. Come and ride with me. Come and go? You, you come and go? Come mm-hmm. and ride on a fantastic voyage. Whoa. Oh. Slide, slide, sippity slide. Man, I appreciate Lee bringing us a little bit more current than our comic chameleon <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> I was going back down to Bewitched and uh, Leave it to Beaver and Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, yeah. Uh, which which old oh, is yeah. new again, man. That's so, right. hey. Yeah. I was going with Nelly with the come ride with me part. Oh. But, you know. Must be the money. All right. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh. hey, man, quick second. I, I want to chat a little Disney thing that put a smile on my face today. Oh, wow. And brought me back to happy days gone past, if I may. Is this like one of those magical moments? Kind of, but not as big as those usual other magical moments, you know? So I figure, yeah, I'll just address it in the intro because it made me smile. Okay. And you guys might remember this. Well, you too. smile because it'll make me smile if you smile. And if he's smiling, yeah. I'm smiling. He's definitely smiling. Y'all all smile. I'm smiling. I'm smiling. I'm all of a clamp. I need a sideways smile. That none sounds uncomfortable. None, none of us have that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, <laughs> you know what that means. Working my way around that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll explain like, later. Tilt the head and smile? Uh, no. Okay. okay. That's creepy. But that's okay. Look, this morning, my, my daughter wanted to, play, uh, <laughs> wanted to play Super Mario Wii. And she goes and gets the Wii controllers. And in the process of getting controllers, she finds this magic band. Uh, a little gray magic band on the back of it. You know how you can customize the names on it? Yes. Uh, the name that happened to be on there is like, what's this? And I look at it and I was like, oh, Pork Shank. 
<laughs> oh wow! And of course, it's an old Magic Band. It's not the bulbous one. It was like the skinny one. I was like, oh, that's funny. Poor <laughs> you know, that's and when we went on vacation. vacation. It was each, each of our Magic Bands were customized to our favorite food choices. Yes, exactly. And the reason why I picked pork shanks because when Gaston's used to serve the pork shank. I used to love to eat it, and he doesn't do that anymore. No, he does not. So you can't eat it. I can't eat it, but I do have it living on that gray magic band that I have in my house, and it made me smile. And uh, Eli was turkey leg. I was turkey leg, yes. And I was lapu lapu. lapu. And I think, uh, Lee, were you uh, Mickey Bar? What were you? Probably Mickey Bar. I would would guess. I need to drag that magic band out myself and check it out. See that adult whip, right? Yeah. That was either adult whip. Yeah. Whip for sure. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. If I know Lee. But I'm surprised she found that. I had no idea where that was, and she found it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, pork shank. So I kept it. That's awesome that that was a very easy thing for you to explain, too, because that could have went so many different ways. <laughs> it could have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we should have those hanging in the studio. We, we should, should. Yeah, we should do that. Say, that's, you should bring that. People like you yeah. are the reason that Disney is just discontinuing the uh, free Magic Bands. Because y'all just got them laying all over the house, like, you know, off in the corner somewhere. Disney's like, man, we're giving all y'all these free magic bands. You're not, not free about a Disney trip. Like, if you get a piece of rubber out of it, that's saying a lot. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah. Time out. It's, it's not like they gave us a freaking long-lasting battery exactly. for them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's know? the reason to discontinue magic bands. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I paid four grand. All I got was a piece of rubber. <laughs> you kidding me? And you fussing at me saying it's you free? You got an existential moment on a rock. I still you paid for lot. that. I had to pay to go to the rock. But it was worth it. I was like little Grey Goose Yoda, you know. That was the I was there. I know I it was worth it because I saw the tears coming out your eyes. You watched. You watched Wait, my spirit. Uh, listeners, not not yes. Dwayne Johnson, the Rock. Uh, let me. I got to clarify. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I yeah, appreciate uh, an that. Actual Rock, Rock, not Dwayne Johnson. He didn't have not that. Moment Eli on would the not sit on uh, the, the, the rock. rock. Yeah, right, right. You know, if you spell, he's cooking. Absolutely. There you go. It's <laughs> the bad. There you go. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's just leave that one alone. Sideways smile. <laughs> Sideways smile. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Moikis, ladies and gentlemen. As I stated at the top of the show, guys, uh, we are discussing the start of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 with the release of the television series WandaVision, in which the first two episodes were released. So, guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some WandaVision magic. B. Our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your napkin. And here we are in guest services, and this is a segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And we got an email that's titled, hello again. Oh, wait, we got an email. I thought guest services was just when we had Kirk on. Yay! Yay! Do you feel serviced? I'm so serviced right now, I got to go lay down. Oh, I need a cigarette. Dude, and my arm oh. is tired. So, yeah. I'm oh. <laughs> good host you are, sir. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I, I host to completion. <laughs> I appreciate yes, all the all the services I got. And that's how we do it in the Fat City Studios. <laughs> I've heard rumors about the Fat City Studios, uh, and I tell all y'all they are correct. The rumors are true. Everyone is true. Everybody is not booking their plane flights with the Lee Lastovica now. To come to the Fat City Studios so they too can be serviced. COVID not included. COVID not included. Okay, COVID that's, that's right. Okay, anyway, so we got an email uh, from Even Star in nine. I was going to say nineteen ninety one two, but I'll just say one nine nine one two. Wow, that's a lot of numbers. We'll just say that. But anyway, she says hello again. This is Charlotte from Pennsylvania checking in. Oh, couldn't we just say that? We got an email from Charlotte from Pennsylvania. I, I, just, I really wanted to say Even Star because that's just a cool thing. I don't know. Even why. Star. 
Thoughts arrive <laughs> like what I died to do. So anyway, she says, uh, this is Charlotte from Pennsylvania checking in. Sorry, it's been a while, but we, of course, have not stopped listening. Oh, thank you. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, We have been busy with the holidays and the craziness that has been the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Your podcast has since been our escape and excuse to laugh. We will thank you again and again for this. Happiness and laughter is something that we have learned to cherish in this year. And your podcast, along with our shared Disney love, has done the trick. Please all stay safe and healthy. And I can't wait for COVID-19 to be behind us. When it is my husband, son, and I are coming to New Orleans to celebrate and drinks are on us. Oh, wow. That's the best service. Now, that is a magical moment right there. And she cleared that with a smiley face. What looks like, I guess, sunglasses, star sunglasses. I mean, that fits in New Orleans, right? That's a cool boji. Yes. Uh, But she ends it. She says, thank you so much again and keep on doing what you do. If there's anything I can do for your podcast, please let me know. And that's Charlotte R. from Well, you did it, Charlotte. You That's the best thing anyone could do. Please leave a review in iTunes. And- <laughs> <laughs> do tell them, Lee. And please join the uh, uh, Magic Highway Pleasure Island Facebook group and introduce yourself. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah I, I prefer the right. Hey, the right ends always make it on the show. Absolutely. Facebook yeah. comments, not so much. So can much. I ask, what the, when did this email come in? This came in January 7th, nine days ago. Wow. Yeah, th- this is current for us. Over a week <laughs> exactly. old. We are doing good. <laughs> Very current. Yeah, this for is much better is, than what we do. That is awesome. Yeah. That That's is how awesome. you bring in 2021, boys, right it. off the See, bat. Myself, as a as a sometimes person on that podcast, but also a listener, I like to hear that, that, you know, especially after this messed up year we've all had, messed up year was last year, that you could bring a little happiness to somebody's life. Distraction away from everything else, all the other bull crap that's going on. And just to escape into just just listening, having fun, living some Disney life. No, look, uh, we would have done it last week, but uh, unfortunately, thank you for the well wishes for being healthy and whatnot. But that did not work out for us here at the Magic Our Way Podcast. Yes, indeed. And Danny's alluding to this is only our second recording of ni- of twenty twenty one. Right, we would have done this. Yes, we would have absolutely done this podcast uh, last week, but we we had an emergency meeting, so things COVID didn't stop us too much. No, no, we were uh, able to still record, so we were. Good. We just had to do a little segment remotely and whatnot, but uh, yeah, there was a little COVID incident here at the Magic Our Way podcast. Came close to very close to home, so we, we had to take a week off, but we still had a show for you guys because we were prepared. Mm-hmm. As you heard prepared. They, that's right. But anyway, yeah, Charlotte, look, thanks, man. Thanks to you and your husband for listening. It's always a pleasure to hear from you guys and what you're doing. Yeah, tell your friends and just keep writing in. We love to hear from our listeners, especially the ones that... Like us, because <laughs> yeah, we're never sure if people do find us funny outside of no, these four we, walls. We don't so. get a lot of we don't get a lot of uh, feedback as much as you think, which is why we don't do guest services often. And we, but we, and whenever somebody reaches out, it's always, "Hey, we're coming to New Orleans. Can we meet up?" And we have met up with a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> we are. We want to beat you. Yes. We will. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. If you, and I mean, yeah. knowing that drinks are on y'all, <laughs> wow. we will beat you. That just sweetens the pot. Yeah. So, guys, look, man, if you want to get in touch with us to share your love or just to write your opinions, because all opinions are always welcome on the show, uh, shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Who's next? This was for our boy, Potato Ed. We just wanted to give our support to you and thank you for listening to us and just want to let you know that our hearts and spirits are with you during this time. Thank We're you very much. We're thinking about you, man. Yeah. We're thinking about you. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Good luck. Hey, 
everyone. As always, the news coming in and around Disney World and Disneyland and just everywhere in the whole Disney universe just seems to be coming left and right, fast and furious. This week, Disneyland announced that they are doing away with the annual pass program. Um, this is the official uh, release from Disney. Due to the continued uncertainty of the pandemic and limitations around the reopening of our California theme parks, we will be issuing appropriate refunds for eligible Disneyland Resort annual passports and sunsetting the current annual passport program. Current annual passport holders will receive communication from us directly. Please visit Disneyland.com slash passport refund for the refund information. So... Just a couple of quick thoughts. Uh, number one, it does say sunset. So, you know, maybe, uh, you know, as the sun sets, eventually the sun will rise. So I got to imagine that hopefully this uh, will come back in time. But, you know, a lot of people are really upset about this and just raising all kinds of hell on all the social media platforms. And, you know, I just got to say personally, like the way I look at this, it just seems like the natural thing to do right now. I mean, the, the parks aren't even open yet. Disneyland, that is. We all know that Disneyland is a very um, locals-driven park, so a lot of that is going to be annual pass holders. So if they were to continue selling annual passes with no opening date in sight, and once they do open, they're going to have, obviously, restricted capacity. Yeah, so like, how, in you, how could you, in good conscience, sell something that you're not going to be able to make good on? You know, you know, how would you feel if you had an annual pass and you, you know, decided, hey, let's go to the park uh, today and you show up and like, oh, sorry, we're at capacity. You know, you're basically paying for something you're not able to use. So I get it. And I know that no one's happy about it, but I don't think this is the worst thing that could happen right now. I think they got to be smart and they got to do the right thing. And I think it's the right thing to do for the client is to not sell them something that they can't use. So hopefully we'll be back. Um, we'll keep you guys updated as uh with all the latest news, but I just wanted to, you know, throw this out there, let everyone know what is going on. And hopefully we will be back to normal sooner than later. Man, what a bunch of pass holes, man. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been having that one waiting? Since yesterday. <laughs> I, th- I thought Lee did a good job summing this up uh, on Facebook and, and I'm glad he, he, yeah, we don't know the amount of annual pass holders out there, but I I, I heard somebody estimate that it was close to a million. Damn, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, wow. there is a lot. My and cousin was affected by that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, the minute that those parks open up, people are going to storm the gates, and so I don't have a problem. This is not akin to the Magical Express for me, where this kind of affects travel going forward to parks that are still active. Uh, because it, literally, we were just talking about it. <laughs> we can't wait to go back to Disneyland. Yeah. You know, I feel for the people who have made Disneyland an everyday part of their lives uh, in California, but I'm sure when something is announced and something is in line, they're going to announce what they're going to do for locals. Who knows when that'll take place or what it'll look like, uh, but hey, stay tuned. I'm sure it's going to be released, and we're going to find out exactly what that is. I'm guarantee we're going to talk about it on the show. Can I ask you this? So, do we go to like? Does the uh, Club Thirty Three list get cleared now? Can we? Is <laughs> it safe? Yes. Can we jump on it? Right. Can we get like a lottery system going? Yes. I mean, because uh, clearly, look, you're going to cut out all the annual pass holders. Can we clear that Club Thirty Three list so we can get on it? Just. 
Just asking. I, I'm. I'll be game. I. I would. I mean, there's. Yeah. Th- th- there's a few of us. We can. We can pool resources. Exactly. Yes. What do you think? I'll chip in. You chip in? I'll chip in. Give Let's me like a year, and I can build up some cash. Well, today. with quarantine, <laughs> we can build up the cash for it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll throw in like twenty dollars from all the commissions I've been making this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What's the membership dues? Do we know? Oh God, I've never even looked into. It's it. like ten thousand dollars for a year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, yeah that, we can that do that. Was in my head, ten thousand. I don't know if that's accurate. How much it is? About ten thousand. Uh, I'm sure, at least some for like a uh, century. No, for for a year. Oh yeah. yeah, all right. I mean, let me get this fifth exclusive. job on the head. And then- exclusive is in in New Orleans Square. It's pr- it's probably cheaper to get a Saints uh, Superdome suite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Look, I mean, look if if I, if we need to make that happen for the sake of the show, I, I'll figure out something. I mean, I may not have a house when I come back, but you know, it's small price time. to pay. So very small. Who small needs a house pay. when you have a club? That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, guys, look, very interesting news development for sure. And uh, I look forward to hearing what Disneyland has to offer in the coming months of those guys. I know my family's been affected by it out there in California because she no longer can use her annual pass. And so it's uh, it's crazy for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, This is an ongoing story, I'm sure. And uh, we'll see what happens, guys. Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the hub, the main topic segment of our show. For this episode, we are discussing the first two episodes of WandaVision Season 1, which began its Disney Plus run on Friday, January 15, 2021, in the United States of America. In case you haven't seen these episodes yet, we will start, as always, with a quick non spoiler discussion, but then quickly transition into a spoiler filled discussion. However, we will be sure to give you ample opportunity to hit pause before we jump right into it. So look, the episodes don't have titles as the Mandalorian did. So let's begin our non-spoiled portion of the show with our feelings about how this season started. Or actually the series, I guess, started. What do, what do you guys think? Who would like to go? Like just how the episodes were? Yeah, like so, you know, here we've been they've been teasing about this for a year, or not years, maybe uh, over the past year and stuff. A good while we've been expecting WandaVision and they lead off these are the first two episodes of the entire series, not just the season, but the entire series, phase four. This is how they start. What are your thoughts about it? All right, let me start because I want to sit back. Because and you're the Marvel expert. Guys. You should start. That's it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I can sit back and listen to the experts because there is one expert. Maybe two with Kirk in the room. I think we're all ahead. experts in the right. sense, yeah. I mean, there is definitely one top tier expert in the room, but you all are more experts about Marvel stuff than I am because to me, like I watched this and I thought, man, okay, so that was definitely a show. It definitely had actors. (laughs) (laughs) There was lots of dialogue, and um, I have no idea what any of that was about. (laughs) I mean, my main thing is I took away from it's like, I think you definitely need a certain level of Marvel knowledge to enjoy this show. Unlike, say, The Mandalorian, where it's just a cool story to watch, some people shoot each other and spaceships and stuff. You know, whether you know anything about Star Wars or not, I think you can really, like, enjoy The Mandalorian. I'm not sure how much I can enjoy this show without some level of knowledge, background, etc. on Marvel. Because if there's any inside jokes or references or Easter eggs, I definitely didn't catch any of that. So this did not leave me as a non-Marvel person, you know, itching to come back and, and check out the next show. But I'm hoping that will change as whatever this mystery is behind 
you know, what the show is about and why they're there and things like that. As that starts to unfold, I think I'll probably be more engaged. But for the first two shows, I was just like, oh, all right, cool. Well, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> all right, so Lee, quick question, man. <laughs> if, like, you didn't, weren't doing this podcast, was that enough to get you to watch next week? From what I saw the first two weeks, no. Like, if I wasn't doing this show, I would probably just be like, oh, this isn't for me, you know. That, and I'm not saying anything. Like, if you like it, great. I'm not trying to you know, talk down anyone that enjoyed it. It's just, it, it didn't engage me and I didn't understand it. And I, outside of it being obviously like set in uh, leave it to beaver slash bewitched times, whatever. I got that part of it. But other than that, I was just like, I have no idea what's going on here. Okay. Okay. How about we, we let Eli go last? Yes. Because okay. he's a Marvel expert. Unless you want to go first. No, that's, that's cool. Next? I was going to say, why don't we yeah, let let's Kirk. Like, yeah. Let's yeah. let Kirk go next. I'm, I'm good with that because I do have some questions for the Marvel experts. Yeah, because room. I mean, you know, I, I just heard a very, uh, very uh, confused review, and and I, I certainly understand where Lee's coming from. Yeah, I do too. But uh, I have other things to say as well. Um, but I, I think somebody else uh, more expertise in Marvel comics and lore should probably speak. So, uh, seeing that you're the Marvel guru and that is what you do, I think. Kirk is the Marvel. What, what would you call yourself, Kirk? I don't know. What's what's below Guru? What's below Guru? <laughs> Are you a, a Marvel enthusiast? Enthusiast advisor. Uh, you're, you're, you're the Marvel, Marvel cuckold. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that word means, but it doesn't sound just good. Just love it. <laughs> I can't mean good things. You know what? I do not want to sit down. I do not want to go into the uh, Magic Hour way history as the Marvel cuckold. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> Um, I will say enthusiast. That's an honor. honor. I'm sorry. I mean, like you could read Marvel comics for quite a while. You could be a Marvel watcher, right? That's the same thing as being a cuck. I've got I've got hair, not bald, so I can be a watcher. But there's a yeah. There's a. (laughs) All right, so Kirk. So what are you? Yeah. What what are your thoughts on this? You go next. What do you think, Uh, sir? Particularly, I loved it. I loved it. I love the way where it's going. It's um knowing Wanda the the way the character the way I do with her magic powers with her chaos magic reality altering powers i think it's perfect somebody's manipulating her behind the scenes don't want to get too much into it yet it's just i love that i'm intrigued i want to see where it goes i caught up on i can't say all these things i'm sure somebody will have someone that didn't catch but i caught up on a lot of easter eggs that are there showing there's something behind the scenes here i can understand where people watch this and expect you know these after 22 movies of Marvel, we're looking for action. We're looking for Tony Stark. We're looking for all these things. And these mo- these um, these shows, we didn't get any of that. You just got quirky. Maybe it's because I'm old. But I really like the way these shows laid out. You're First old? Ones, like the retro? A little bit. A little oh. bit. Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke, um, Bewitched. Bewitched. I love Bewitched. 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 Bewitched type thing. Yeah, I, I love that. That was that that appealed to me, and I can see how uh, audience nowadays may not appeal that may not appeal to them. But I liked it. I really liked it, the, the corny humor, the way she would um, way they would talk to the camera, not without talking in the, the laugh track. Yeah, that, that was awesome. I, I just loved the way the way <laughs> the laugh it track was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and, and some of the kind of corny jokes that they would pull out, and of course. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, I think her name is. Yeah, from, from that uh, seventy show. Yeah, that's from that seventy show. show. That yeah. was even awesome. She's but great. except for the point where she went that certain line, she kept repeating Stop back it. and forth. Yeah, that, Stop that, it. that, Spoil- that was kind of creepy. Oh, no, spoilers! Stop. Y'all are invading. Stop yeah, it. that's why they want to go too Stop far it. with that. Our spoiler-free environment. We can talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Very Say nice. Space. Very nice. Say space. 
All right, Kevin, I'll let you go next. Go ahead. You got me go next? Okay. So uh, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, so I watched it to my wife and a friend of ours that was over at the, that's been staying with us at the house. But yeah, so my, my friend said, you know, he, he this wasn't what he expected. My wife fell asleep. and But I was excited. Uh, and only because there's probably some background to it, but I was excited just to see how Marvel's going and just to see these characters, you know, uh, are related to the uh, the old TV sitcoms that they use as the basis for these things. Uh, I'm hopeful for the, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but I'm hopeful for the Agents of Sword thing that might, that it's kind of implied, but I don't know if that's, if I'm reading in too much with that. No, you're um, not. It's pretty overt. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not a big comic uh, knowledge base uh, as a lot of my cohorts are, uh, the rest of my cohort, but it's like I know enough to not be dangerous, but to know a little something. So I'm excited about the Agents of Sword thing, mainly because, um, and I don't think that's giving anything away again, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended, and I'm hoping characters that transverse into Agents of Sword, will, I will find them from S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, I'm sorry, characters from S.H.I.E.L.D. will go into Agents of Sword and we'll hopefully see that whole arc start to develop. So that was, they were characters in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from Agents of Sword? Well, no, it, it's the implied thing that that may happen. So I, I don't know if they will or not. Even if they're not, I think that'll still be cool to have I don't, I don't think you've yeah. seen enough of the Agents of Sword, which, um, again, might be a little bit spoilery, so I don't really want to go yeah, into okay, too much. I but was... I don't think you've seen enough yet to imply that, but it is a logical assumption. It's yeah. Log- yeah, yeah. So in that respect, I'm excited. Yeah, if, if if I had no background going to this, I'd probably be like, oh, this is pretty crazy. Okay, so Vision and Wanda are doing their th- this thing, and uh, we'll get into those details a little bit later. Um, but uh, I'm intrigued. I'm ready to see next week. You know what's funny? All my, all three of my girls. I have, I have girls age eleven, uh, nine, and six. They all loved it. You know, really? Yeah. 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 I, I watched it twice, and I was about to watch it a third time today, and they were excited to see it again. And and my my middle child, she's like, "When does the next one come out?" I was like, "Friday." It's like, oh. <laughs> Can I say something that does not surprise me because a lot of people. One of the criticisms I heard about this show is that uh, younger people will have a, a tougher time following along because they don't get all the references to all these sitcoms that came in the past. And to me, it's like the good thing about those sitcoms that came in the past is that they were universally meant to appeal to everyone. Kid, teen, adult, older the, adult. The family that it, was watching the TV It too. hit everybody. So those jokes, which, uh, you know, many a times they were telegraphed and you could see them coming a mile away and sometimes they were forced, sometimes they were downright funny. I, I will say it was, it, it was a mixed bag, but I never saw that as a critique of the show that people, because they couldn't understand that the set was an exact replica of this or that or whatever, couldn't understand it. The only thing I would say is that if anybody came up to me and said, do you recommend watching this show? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's absolutely fair. I'm interested, but I, I can't recommend it right now because I don't know. And they're like, well, well, just tell me what it's about. Can't tell you. I don't <laughs> know. It's <laughs> fair. It's pretty out there, right? It's, yeah. It's yeah. pretty out there, but. You know, if you like watching Nick at Night, there's going to be some things in there that you're really going to appreciate and it's really going to resonate with you. And there's going to be an element of it that you're intrigued with. And and just speaking for myself, I I was a huge Star Trek The Next Generation fan. And I, I, the, my favorite Star Trek The Next Generation episodes came 
when those mystery episodes came along that you didn't know what was happening and they were trying to figure it out as it went. Having said that, I don't know that I would be as big of a fan of those shows if I had to wait multiple episodes for what has to play out in order for me to understand where this story is going. And I think that is an overall weakness of this show is that, and this is Disney program. We talked about this with the Mandalorian. They hide that story arc pretty damn good. That The way they get you coming back is come back to find out what the story arc is. Whereas most TV shows, the story arc is given to you in the first episode and every episode thereafter builds upon what happened in that original story. And it just adds to the intrigue and adds to the mystery. And some of those episodes about world building and character building, some of those episodes advance the plot, but you know where you're going and, and you can't wait to go on that journey. This is a ticket that you're punching and you have no idea where you're going so danny it sounds like maybe episode three yeah <laughs> going off of the mandalorian experience we've had do you think episode three will be one that kind of determines your decision on this i you know perhaps but then again like i remember the first like when you watch the first two episodes of the mandalorian you're right and the second season you had no idea what was going on and again you felt like you were set to see but then all of a sudden it's like, well, you need to find this Jedi. And then they find the Jedi. And it's like, okay, you need to go to this rock. And then they find the rock. And then the kid gets kidnapped and you need to save the kid. And it, 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 each episode is built. And that was more the traditional storytelling that you're used to with, with uh, TV. The original uh, season of The Mandalorian was a little bit more of a mixed bag. This was a filler episode. This was not a filler episode. And that's the thing. It's like when you have a show where you're keeping the overlying story arc hidden, it really allows you to indulge in the filler. And these shows, and, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, to me are 95% filler. They're concentrating on the filler. You talk about this show, or you say like just a general these last two episodes. Yeah, the okay. first two episodes. The last yeah. two shows okay. are, are 95% filler. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And... 5% hinting at something underlying that's going on underneath the surface that makes you want to tune in from episode to episode. So it's a hard thing to say whether or not I'm intrigued, I'm interested, I, I'm i not invested. Is that a fine line for you? No, 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 not a fine line. But it is one of those things where I would happily give up watching the next two to three episodes so I can watch it and enjoy it as a, as a cohesive story, which I think these kind of stories are more enjoyed as. And having said that, I've talked too long <laughs> because Eli hasn't had a chance to talk no, at no, all. No, you're and, fine. That's fair. And just to let the listeners know, these episodes are roughly about 25 minutes each. So it just unlike the Mandalorian, which is an hour, they're releasing. It sound I thought it was just going to be the first week, but they're releasing two episodes a week. It sounds like yes, mm-hmm. equal to an hour, equal to an hour. Yeah, so that equals to it. one m. Yeah, yeah. So and also that. also Better. fits old time uh, sitcoms, which are half an hour. Yes, this is true. You're yeah. right. Right. Yes. All right. So let's turn it over to our Marvel expert. This is 2021, Eli. I'm yes, turning sir. over to you because I have questions. The final but, word. Uh, but you, <laughs> our but, guru. Yes. That's what you're here for. That's what I'm here. Lead for. off with your thoughts about how. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 started, how this series started. Eli, take it away, sir. I would say, first of all, the intro with just seeing the comic flipping again, I I got charged Did up. you like that? I did. The how they did that one? I, I did. I, I liked how they did. It's been a while. It's been a long time. That, long, that was the... 
Emotion you were pumped back. up. Emotion back. Yeah. You see that, hearing that, and that was that was awesome. Well, I, th- I think they said it was like 20 months. Like, I think uh, I read like 18 so, months. Like, yeah. 20, 18, 18, 20, 20 months is the last time we saw that. So, yeah. And, and the thing is, I remember the last time we saw the last movie, MCU movie, I was like, well, guys, it was nice working with you. I quit because there's no, you know, there's no. <laughs> and they're like, no, you got to stay. You got to stay. We don't have nobody replace you yet. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. Cut to, to Kirk saying, huh? Yeah, wait, what what I mean? what I mean? what, what? And, uh, and, uh, and so it was good to see the the intro, like Scroll, the flipping yeah. everything. Now, okay, I have mixed feelings on this show, too. Uh, to address Lee really quick, though, I don't think you need to be uh, a Marvel, you know, super expert to watch the show. I would agree, yeah. Like, The Mandalorian was kind of like, I could watch the show, but if I didn't have Kevin to be like, oh, that's a real cool object. You know, you you know, this happened, that happened. It didn't do anything to the show. It was just something cool to know. Um, so you don't need to be, you know, uh, a Marvel, you know, super expert. It helps, but you don't need to be that to uh, watch the show. Now, as far as, like, uh, how it's laid out, I think the title WandaVision is pretty cool. Like, you know, you say, you know, it's Wanda, it's, it's Vision, and it's like, you know, here's this perception. When you talk about the title, can I ask you, like, yeah. does, is it just me, or does it feel like some executive is like, okay, we need to do a show about Wanda and Vision. Wanda, Vision. Wanda, Vision. Wanda, Vision. Kind of sounds like a TV show. <laughs> can we <laughs> it, Yeah, can we? <laughs> really? I would have took Scarlet Vision, but. You know, man. oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch that show. Uh, I want to watch that show. Lightning made her. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. No, it would, but it's yeah, because it's like yeah, it's just like a mix of the two heroes' names, and you know, it's like okay, got it. And it's a television series. And it's a television, yeah. and it's the same. Like you guys said. Now, me personally, I. I only watched that decade of television with my mom. Like, my mom was a fan of I Love Lucy and Hazel and that kind of stuff. I was a 70s kid. I remember Hazel. Hazel. That's a... I don't remember. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah my mom loved yeah, like, Hazel was black and white television. My mom was like, oh, yeah, let's watch Law Rage and stuff like that. I watched all that stuff in syndication before even Nick and Knight. So I used to watch it on, like, ABC 26 when they run that stuff during the day, yeah. Well, that's the thing. So she might have been a fan of that era of that genre of television like i'm aware of it being like dick van dyke and whatnot but i gotta admit since they have powers and stuff i just said no that's a twilight zone episode that that's kind of how i took it because i get what you're saying they have the elements of all those shows but i mean twilight zone was a black and white tv show too and so you may as well like that's how i had to take the perception of it as you know what i'm saying like lucy never took a plate had it you know move or magic or whatever you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, samantha yeah, yeah. from bewitched did samantha yeah, from did. bewitched did and she had a mean mom absolutely but then that show got to be put in color too so you know no, i was gonna talk about that later yeah all right well fair so i'll i'll move forward without spoiling anything so the decade is a little weird but i got used to that the thing that i like about it i watched it with my daughter and her boyfriend which uh Yay! yeah Yay! Good old game. Yeah, that's and, always uh, fun and so it's very interesting to try to watch something that you're going to review on the show with two people that even though they know you're watching it for the sake of reviewing it don't really give it if you're trying to pay attention to it they're just going to talk over it anyway so i had to watch it like three times basically no, i'm the same way i watched it with my kids and i didn't realize they were actually paying attention and it's like i'm watching it and it's like i'm enjoying it and then when i put it on again they're like oh yeah wandavision let's watch it again yeah I'm like what so <laughs> pay attention to this so you're so you're girls how what's the oldest 
eleven. That's what I'm saying. Eleven years old. So she was born in two thousand. Yeah, but it it sounds like nine. Yeah, and they like that. You had the opposite reaction to what he had. Yeah, your girls were into it, and his kids were talking through it. My girls were into it, but they were also talking through it. So I was like, Oh, "Oh, they're not into this. But come to find out, they were all they were. But you got like what? You got children. I got like adults. You you have a college kid. I have kids that are like in their twenties, and so I explained to them the purpose of you know, like I want to watch the show. This is why I'm watching it. You're welcome to watch it with me because. There's no other television in this house but here. So that's what I'm watching. So I think the thing I picked up the most is pretty much the, uh, I like the, the mystery aspect of it. That's really the only thing that can really. Yeah, that can. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. You're talking about like the helicopter and all those weird things. That yeah, are, I mean, I don't want to spoil them, but yeah, but like, you know, yeah. like how. It's it, not giving it away, but. But like, yeah, yeah like you said, like just the, the different uh, nuances that are in there that don't really have any effect on the show, but since the show's so quirky, I'm like, well, hey, I saw this on this part. Does that mean that this person's involved or is that person involved? So like as a like as a person that likes comics and then seeing that, I'm enjoying it because I have that kind of knowledge. And so then in that aspect, I want to see if the story's going where I think it's going to go. Well, to be fair, then, d- does that then buttress what lee said which is that i'm not a marvel expert so i can't because i'm with you i like the the mystery aspect of it as well i'm a i'm a sucker for stories like this i really am it's just that i'm not used to storytelling being done like this in order to have like generally if you watch a whodunit the bodies in the first right episode and you know exactly where you're going and what you're trying to figure out there's no body there's no telling what you're trying to figure out just yet it's very abstract it's very abstract but does that not uh, to what, what, what Lee said, because I and to that aspect, I, I do agree with what Lee said in the sense that you kind of have to be a Marvel expert to really understand the subtleties of what is going on beyond the mystery. Because what you're presented with is not enough to. It's not. Keep. It's but it's like me being a conspiracy theorist. That just because I saw something, because you're forced to be. Yes, because you're forced to try to extricate plot out of something that gives you no plot, very little in the way of plot. Yes, so that's a great point. Yeah, so like when Lee saying you can watch the show, not know anything because they're supposed to explain it to you, and and I agree with you, Danny, that this is a show that needs to be like just like the Mandalorian. It needs to have all episodes out. You just kind of do because like when it's a mystery, no mystery goes where like. You get to the one part, like the second episode has a part in there where I'm like, okay, all right, what's happening? And then it's over. And I'm like, no, you, if I could, if I would have streamed it, now you would have had me for the next one. So it's just quirky to where you have to dig for it. Well, you know, that's why it's good to have two Marvel experts here on this show, because I will say that that, that is exactly the same uh, experience I had watching The Mandalorian. What, what you compared, I said how I felt, which is that I would watch The Mandalorian and be like, okay, that was, what was that? Okay, let me go to the internet and find out why what I just saw was cool. Oh, mm-hmm. they're, they're dark soldiers. Oh, that was a dark soul, saber. Yeah. Okay, and then you would learn things about it and you're like, oh, that's why that was supposed to be cool. So do y'all, as the two Marvel experts, think that they catered a little bit more towards fans of uh the marvel comics that might be able to pull um things that are happening in the episode thank you yes yes that that we as 
the common viewer are going to be like, yeah, this is just a slow build. Whereas y'all, the build is not slow. It's a little bit more accelerated because they're hinting at certain things that y'all already know about. Are you asking us both that? Uh, yes, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 both. Yeah, I like both. Well, well, uh, who's a better Marvel expert? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got an enthusiast and a guru. <laughs> I have a follow-up question, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll, start I'll, with that. Personally, I would say yes. I think they are caring to people who know where they're going to. You already know the... First off, the established MCU, you know Wanda is weird. And you know she has some stuff behind her, but there's, there's stuff that you other that you don't know yet. And people who know the comics, and they know the comics, the origin of Wanda Maximoff, you know you, the character, you know where it's coming from, and that there's a reason behind all this. That I want that maybe, maybe 25 seconds at the, at the very end of, of the show, that's about to be spoiler, that ties into the rest of the MCU. That, that helps you, but... Yeah, purple people who know what they're going to, what know what's, what's building to here, you got a better understanding of what's happening. People who don't, I don't think you would. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, it's kind of a, I don't, I don't think you need to be the expert to watch it. I think that by knowing, like you say, Kirk, by knowing what their powers are and knowing what they can do from the comics and whatnot, anything is possible. But none of it's really proven. And so, yeah, none of it's so none of it's proven. And I think that's the that's the thing. I don't know if these people in this show are counting like kind of like the Mandalorian. If they just count on the fact that we love this property so much that we'll just kind of ride it out. But I mean, as far as like if you were somebody that had never read the comics and all you saw was the movie, these are the like, be honest, like these are the last two people that you really know about. I mean, one of them's dead. And then the other one is like, now that's not spoiling none because that's no, no, from no, no, the no, no, movies. No, no, that's, that's, what I, that's one thing I was going to say is because you, if, if all you're familiar with is the MCU, you know that Vision is dead so far as yeah, we know. But see, what back, you, but see what you do? It You prove my point because you got, he's dead. You don't know much about her except that she just, she do a little magic and she can like lift rocks and, She's weird. and, and robots. And, and well, look, this is my question. It's not my question, but this is something else I was going to touch upon. But in um, the Disney Plus application, it's it's funny you guys say this. Okay. If you look at the feature area side scroll I section at the top. I didn't even do that. I did that. Uh, if you look at the side scroll <laughs> section at the when top of the app. When you're not an expert, you got to do that. Okay, you do that. The things they have in the side scroll that you can choose from, if you want to watch right now, you have WandaVision. You have Legends, which is their new series about, about, the, each, of yeah, about each of the characters. Right, and the right. first two episodes they released in Legends is Wanda and Vision. Oh. All right, so you can watch that. Clever. You can also watch Avengers Age of Ultron. You can watch Captain America Civil War. Yeah, okay. You can, watch, uh, you can choose Avengers Infinity War, and you can choose Avengers Endgame. Those are the only things on that feature side-scroll thing that they have at the top of the app right now in the United States of America. And that's smart. That's so that's smart. interesting that you brought that up because it's like, if you're not familiar with this, this is all you have to go on. So they're giving you things that you can watch to prepare yourselves with these characters. What do you guys think about that? And, and, and the thing is, is, is that we've evolved a lot as a podcast because I know in the very beginning when these movies would come out, Kirk, you and I would go hard at them as far as like, well, this was how it was in the comics. And this is like, duh, duh, duh. they did this. They're not doing that. But now what these people are doing is like, hey, we got license. And they did this with Star Wars. And that's what I'm starting to understand. It's like, they're like, now nah, we're going to just do this how we want to do it. And so you just, they just kind of cherry pick what can happen. So I think that by being a fan, it, it helps to 
accentuate the experience of watching the show because you know anything can happen because you see the comics so you know what this lady can do but if you're somebody just watched the movie all you know is this lady can do is like lift a big rock she could probably you know move some dishes around but nobody knows the actual capability of what these two characters could do because it didn't really get that from the movie to be fair doesn't the comics every once in a while retcon an ability and then redefine oh, it no, absolutely absolutely okay. and they have but at the same time i'm not at all like uh, educated, I believe, and in reading the comics, no, both, small, not to man. y'all's level, but in, in reading the comics, I have read some, and in following the movies, I am not at all familiar as to what the defining things that limita- can happen, what the limitations and what the abilities are of Vision and the Scarlet Witch. To me, it could be anything, and I would accept it. Look, I, I hear what you're saying, because look, if we was getting on something about an attraction or part of a park, you got way more books than I do. So I totally, I'm totally with you on that. I would just say this, I'm not going to spoil nothing, but if you look at the credits, if you look at the credits, how deep I went. I ain't looking for you to look at the credits. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. I was looking I, at the same thing. I was yeah. looking at the same thing. Yeah. yeah so I, I looked and I saw some stuff, and I know we'll get into it. And I was like, oh, ain't no way. So as I looked at the credits, and I saw they had special things to a handful of people. Actually, one of the people in the credits, I talked to when I was in the car one time when I was in the bathroom. And I was like, I love your work, but we'll mention that name if you want later. Was that after you tapped on the, under your foot under the stall? Yeah, because I was trying to, that's what I was trying to get a Marvel okay. job back. Did you, that, know, did that you know the bathroom? Yeah, the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure. That's what I said. Hey, a lot of business happens in the bathroom. It's, it really is. I mean, that was. bathroom. That's how engrossed I am in this conversation bathroom bathroom I, i've got one one <laughs> non-spoiler question to ask them real quick before we move on to spoiler unless did i answer your previous question though i'm sorry did i i, I don't know i'm, I'm looking at kevin sure okay. <laughs> just like kevin that works for me okay sure, i just don't want to cut out like you yeah, asked the question yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so for watching the first two episodes of this series would you two gentlemen say that would be better to be a marvel expert and watch us to really appreciate it or would it better to be somebody who's more familiar with 50s 60s tv sitcoms oh good question good question no whammies no whammies oh, wow. <laughs> oh that's a good one i like that well you have to really be a tv nostalgia lover and i and i wasn't watching it with two people that watched i love lucy or dick van dyne or anything like that i'm gonna tell you the uh, the Raz has pointed out quite a lot of things in those episodes where it's like that's the window from Dick Van Dyke. That's the whole setup. The oh, yeah, I would, I would say oh, my, yeah. my oh. parents who who are, who are who are baby boomers who grew up with that type of you know, entertainment TV show, they would appreciate this a lot more. And yeah, I, myself, you being, as a Marvel actor, being, being kind of trained by them, I, I appreciate it on that level because I mean I saw this the first episode that's the thing man that show but this is a good question so like would your parents appreciate this more than what you would you're a yes. marvel expert i think they would okay yeah so but I, yeah but watching but, uh, it i think i i appreciated first thought that came to me was the the the, the feeling of this is old style 60s sitcom what i grew up when i was a, when i was a kid watching with my parents I mean, just the corny jokes and the yeah. the woman has to be in the kitchen yeah. ba- making a dinner and stuff the like that. Laugh track. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a fake laugh track. Stuff commentary like that. that's on That's what it. I, thinking about that, that's what I caught up off of, off of that. Little Kirk, mm-hmm. watch that, yeah. Little Kirk <laughs> watching this, singing Mama Behind Her. Again, 
Washing dishes. Yeah. Again, because that's, that's how uh, that's it was. Kind of oh, dear. That's the kind of I grew up in. Beating off the alligators. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Beating off the alligators. Chase Wait, off the snakes. Say beating off the alligators. That, that sounds kind of weird. You're beating off the alligators, right? Beating no. off the alligators. No, you, you, you went with it. Go with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like beating off alligators. There's nothing <laughs> weird about that. But still. I see nothing weird. Entertainment like that. That's the kind of stuff that I grew up with. I'm a little bit older than the guys in this room. Not much, and though, because I'm familiar much. with this stuff, too. I think that you can be a fan of nostalgia television and then appreciate the commentary that nostalgia television has on this show more than you can a comic expert based upon these two episodes. So, guys, I have one last question before we go to the spoiler-filled part. Yes, sir. For the past year or past time since we've talked about WandaVision being released, uh, people have been referencing the House of M. And so I want to know, uh, is the way that this series started related to that story arc that happens in the comic books? What do you, what do you guys thought about is that? Is this like a, yeah, wait, but before they answer, is this like a yes or no question? Because in order to get into it, wouldn't that be spoilerish? No, because it's like, the, it's already out there, the comic book. Okay. So if they want to read about the house of them, they could buy it, read it, or whatever else. Yeah. yeah. But like so if, if I want to know if it's close to that particular story. Just don't give examples. Yes. Okay. And so, because if it is, don't get an example. I mean, but no, my fast answer to that is it's too early to tell. Okay. Interesting. Uh, on something like that. That's, um, that's, a, that's interesting in your answer. Yeah. Way, way to throw your hat over the wall. There you go. That's <laughs> how I did that. Now, now maybe you should. So, for those who don't know, House of M. Can I? Sit, can I? Yeah. Just be careful because if you're, you're if you're discussing something that you think might happen, no, I'm just that, saying what the book is. Okay. I mean, that's for the clarity's book, yeah, sake, no, that's right? Fine. The book is already out there, so the listeners have an opportune chance to watch it, buy it. You can download it. I know that. Yeah, but what if the listeners don't want to do that? What if they want to accept this as it comes and that book turns out to be a... Well, maybe we... You know what? How I'm about just this? saying... Trend, can spoilers. we move it to the spoiler part? Can trend we add the spoiler, spoiler part? Is that it? easier to do that? I think it might be easier okay. to have okay. this Just say I hold that freely. over to the spoiler part. All right. So Eli wants to answer this, but he's scared about spoilers. So we're going to transition into the spoiler part of our review. Um, you've been listening to us. You have a chance to hit pause. If you haven't watched the first two episodes of WandaVision or read the comic book, uh, you're more than welcome to hit pause right at this moment. And we're about to jump into it. And look, my last question before in the spoiler-less part is about House of M, and we're about to go into this. So, guys, here I am. I'm talking about House of M. What do you guys think? Spoiler-filled. Here we go. It starts right now. Eli, go. Yeah, so it's it's too early to tell. Uh, House of M is a very good uh, graphic novel. It's basically if Scarlet Witch decides that there's no more mutants on the earth because of something that happens in the comic books. No more mutants. No more mutants. And that's what she wishes. And so then she has this. She's anti-mutant? Does, so does that mean she kills the mutants or they become human? Well, what are mutants? We haven't seen mutants in the MCU yet. Yes, but in the comics, we will. We have. Okay, so uh, in the books, in the books, there's like a, there's like a whole x-men you know mutant war and all this other stuff and people get killed and so she's just like i'm sick of this and you don't see these powers in mcu but in the comics she just alters reality and just takes away the uh x-gene 
from all mutants. So all mutants are just normal. So when she says no more mutants, it's not she kills all the mutants. It's just that all the mutants are normal. Yeah. They she just, gets just flat out just like, boom, it's gone. Yeah, they just, they're just out. So there, there's a, so there is a more pristine life that she has. But the thing is, is that, okay, in this is show. Is she the most powerful Avenger then? I would venture. I mean, it depends who writes, right? But okay. yeah, I would I would venture. Yeah, she has reality altering power, so I would say that's pretty powerful. Yeah, power. I would say Jean Grey. Well, but she's dead at this time, isn't she? Well, no, that was she. We, we cross mixing. <laughs> we we'll cross. Don't we'll cross, cross the street. Yeah, don't, don't cross, cross the street. Right, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. But I mean, she might be the most powerful like woman. But yeah, they both can alter a lot of stuff. Gotcha, but for the gotcha. sake of this discussion yes. here, if you're talking about this show, it's kind of hard to say that because it's very early. Uh, there's only two episodes and they live in this TV style life and in the comics she just lives a normal life she has you know uh, now there is some references I guess you could say because uh, it's spoiler right so the House of M yeah, we, yeah we're, we're, okay, we're totally okay. spoiler you can, okay, yeah, we're now, totally spoiler yeah now okay can I just hit both ep- can I just hit the two episodes like crisscross if I want to just um, make sure yeah. you ground it for the listeners so they understand yeah. what the House of M is and they understand what you're referencing because we have House of M where she wishes all mutants lose their powers all mutants lose their powers which and, doesn't and, seem like what we're seeing here because they they right. actually still have their power. They right, you don't really have mutants in the They're MCU just trying to adjust in a comical way. Right, they try to do their thing. So that's the comic book. Yes. Now she has a nice life in the comic books where you know uh, Magneto and Daddy, and he's like, "Hey, here's some cookies and all that kind of stuff." So I can see if you want to make a. If you want to force a correlation, well, 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 yeah, uh, no, there again, you might want to let the listeners understand what that means. I don't remember cookies. In the MCU, I was with cookies. I don't remember the, that. In the MCU, in the MCU, Magneto, Magneto is, has not been introduced. We don't know that Magneto is Scarlet Witch's daddy. So maybe you want to like, really. Again, Really? I didn't know really? that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wanda well, and Pietro Maximoff. Yeah, get, Quicksilver. Get, get that bottle. <laughs> yes, I'm dead serious. Magneto I is, no in, is in... But that's in the comics. You don't, like... In the in comics, the, yes. In the, but in the movies, but you the movies, don't know. No. I it guess you be, would have to go with it str- from people who are that's strictly what I'm saying. MCU fans. No, no, they don't know anything about the comics. They might know Magneto from the Fox universe... Uh, films, but there's nothing in the Fox Universe films that would indicate that, again, Wanda Maximoff, uh, Scarlet Witch, Wanda is Magneto's right. child. Don't, yes. So it sounds like. Or to, Quicksilver for that matter. Quicksilver, yeah. So yes. it sounds like for those that are familiar with the comic because you have to make that distinction. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's, 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 yeah. that's totally it's, true. In order to not get confused. Right? Yes. Okay. Now, okay, now, now on to the WandaVision. Okay, so the only thing I can really see is that in. House of M, as part of her perfect world without the mutants in the comics, she had kids. Which in WandaVision, she shows up pregnant. Episode two, yes. yes. Magically pregnant. What she can do, I, because Vision, I didn't like, what a, um, well, they pushed the beds together. Yeah, they did push the beds together. You know, you know what happens when a micro meets a whatever, you know, fallopian tube things happen. Babies mysteriously come out of nowhere. I don't, you know, but yeah, she That's can. That's how she had the name Wanda Waxamoff. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, you don't need vision to see that. There you go. Uh, so those are the only, stuff. those are the only few kind of correlations that I can see. And the, and like we were talking earlier, Kirk, right? Brian Michael Bendis, who wrote, House of M. He is one of the special thanks credits 
in this wide division. Uh, you know, if you if you go through the credits, his name is. Oh, is so was that the name you were referencing before? No, that was a different dude. But okay. that was about the sword thing. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll, 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 oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah, that. Categorize yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But that's Keep, all I have to say on that. It's too early okay. to tell. Okay. But you can see if you had to put some ties together, you can see where certain things could be. All right. So cool, guys. Look, let's take each episode in order, and I will provide a quick reference summary for the each episode for the listeners to remind them what this is about. Now, as I remember, I mentioned at the top of the segment, uh, this show does not have show uh, episode titles for the show. So we'll start with this episode one. In episode one, we see an intro reminiscent of TV sitcoms in the 1950s, and the interior house layout looks similar to Dick Van Dyke show. However, in this intro, Vision doesn't trip over the chair as Dick Van Dyke did in his intro, but rather walks through it as Vision is known to do. We discover that they live in Westview. We are introduced to Agnes, and we see where Vision works. The main plot revolves around the, a dinner night with his boss and the boss's wife, Mr. and Mrs. Hart, in which Wanda has to whip up a gourmet meal last minute. Mr. Hart chokes on his food, and Vision reaches into Mr. Hart's throat and helps him. After the saving <laughs> act, good things happen as Vision will most likely get a promotion at work. There's something so perverted about Kevin saying that he reached into Vincent's mouth and helped him. You like that? Yeah. It also helps when you can see him. It does. It does, yes. Yes. You see the sexual twinkle in that eye, don't you? Stick a needle in my That's why Eli starts over there and slowly moves more this way every episode. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. So that's what happened in episode one. Uh, we're concentrating on this particular first episode. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Uh, intro was cute. You know, with him walking through the door and then she can't and she, and she falls. Yes. And so, like, yeah, the intro is 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 neat. Uh, the plot is weird, but it's it's just all quirky. You know, it's just all quirky. Uh, like you said, you don't really see all of the powers. It's it's not like a Oh, big bad superhero battle, nothing like that. So that's a change of pace. But uh, yeah, the really quick the part where, like you said, he reached into his throat ever so lovingly and pulled out the food. <laughs> I'm surprised the guy wasn't like, the f- "Did you do that?" <laughs> Stop, so it. Like, Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! But it's a weird episode. Stop it! Weird no, episode. No, did y'all catch that when she kept saying "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" At first, she's looking at her husband, but her husband collapses on the floor. And yeah, she's, she's looking right at Wanda when she keeps saying "Stop it." Yes, she says yeah. "Stop it," and she's yeah. looking weirder and weirder. She right, says and it. the camera kind of zooms right. in, funky. And you look at Vision, and Vision's like, "Are you going to tell me to help this dude or what?" <laughs> I mean, because I and we need to do something about this, and you're the only thing stopping this from happening. So it really kind of gives you the impression that Wanda is in control of what's happening. Yeah, because based on the movies, Vision's dead. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's what but makes it Twilight Zoney to me. Very much so. Plus, he still had the Mind Stone in his head, and we know that's gone. Well, we don't know. We don't know when this is taking place. What if, what if this is taking place uh, in the snap? What if that's what's happening? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Everything I read is taking place after Endgame. Okay, and fair enough. Like, you know, to be fair, I just said it took place after the snap, but Vision died pre-snap. Now that I think about it, 
Didn't he? He did because he had yeah, to get the he had to tear that thing out of his head. That's the thing. She makes a joke. Oh, my husband and his indestructible head, and you saw a chunk of his head get pulled out. So that was a reference back to that. But it's a we- that's what I think. It's so weird and quirky that they and that is a p- good point. It's not like they tie themselves to the movies, so you don't get any point of reference. That's a that's a great point. It's just. F- Makes you focus on what's going on in this particular episode. I, I didn't think it was cute when they had the heart and they were trying to figure out if it was a, what that was. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't know what any events meant. They this didn't know what the, an anniversary was. They didn't know what anything was like Valentine's. They didn't know any of that. Where we're but, from? Can I ask you this? Like in the Avengers, um, in the last one that they did, they returned. The, the, yeah, uh, they returned the stones to the moment they were stolen. Right? When did they return the mind stone? Probably when uh, on the fields of Wakanda. I yeah, what do got Wakanda? So that would have been right around the exact same time. So maybe Vision is alive. That's the thing. That's what we were talking about earlier. The pre-spoiler part. If you're a person who likes the the genre and you love the world, there are a lot of bits and pieces that you can kind of build for yourself. And you have to make that the fun part. I think of this show, this you know, of this series. I'm still like in a blur about this whole thing. Like to me, I just saw like, Oh, this is a funny show. They're trying to the playing off the, um, the fifties era TV shows, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. This is more twilight zone than it is. Uh, leave it to beaver. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So like, that's what I'm more interested in. Once that part catches up, I think I'm going to enjoy the show a little more, but you know, so that's kind of what I'm, kind of chomping at the bit to get to so that my non-Marvel ass can, you know, <laughs> like enjoy the show. <laughs> um, but like, I did like, I did enjoy like the kind of quirky little jokes and, you know, things like that. And like, he almost left the house without putting his face on. And, you know, he's got the, the coworkers that like, there's nothing even amiss that he goes through like 300 pages in five minutes when they, you know, it's like, they don't think nothing else about it. Like, Oh, this guy's just really good at his job. You know, so it's like those parts I enjoyed it for what it was, but I, I, I'm just really waiting for for this mystery part to kind of take over more of the story, so that I can, you know, I can feel more engaged in it. But I, I agree with what you're saying, and, and as a a fan of the Marvel comics, and as a fan, and not as an expert, uh, as these two gentlemen, because they they clearly collected beyond what I did. And uh, as a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm like, can't we at least can't you at least give us a sense as to what's going on with this show? Yeah. Well, that's the and, argument and, with and that. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I just feel like I don't want to watch anymore. I want to watch. I want to let the episodes accumulate to I get an, a, a sense as to, okay, when I tune in, I can get a sense as to what this is because as it is right now, again, if a casual person stopped me on the street and said, hey, should I watch this? My answer would be, I don't know. But you didn't need to be a Marvel expert to less, we only on the first episode, you didn't need to, you didn't need to be a Marvel expert to watch that, right? Yes. You I, I think you do because I think you have to be a Marvel expert because they're counting on you to already be invested in these characters. Otherwise, why would you give a f- but you know who You've Vision got, is, and you know why it's from the movie. You just reinforce what I said. They're counting on you to be invested <laughs> in right. these characters. Is exactly what I just said, and because of your investment, it's, it's, it's the same as being you had no idea who Mulder and Scully were in 1991. 
X-Files. Who are these characters? I don't know who the hell they are. But but the story is built in such a way that you caught on pretty quickly as to what's going on. You don't have to know any... Like, you should be able to say, I've never... I don't know who this weird robot dude is, and this uh, girl... You know, doesn't even look like she belongs in this world. But how's this story going to play out, and what's going to happen to them, and what's going to be their challenges and things like that? And that should all come to like come to light in the first five or ten minutes, at least in the second, at least by the second episode. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no introduction, there's no backstory, there's no understanding. So again, I don't want to spoil the mystery. I know that's going to be ultimately what this is about. It's like, how did they get to this world? And how are they, you know, what are their roles in it? But kind of at least build that into the story at first. And Lee, that's what exactly builds to my point of bringing up the side-scrolling feature area of the Disney app. If you had no idea who these characters are, Disney it Plus is telling you, look, watch Legends, watch Age of Ultron, watch Civil War, watch Infinity Endgame, but none all of that, that kind of stuff. I'm with Lee. None of that is going to give you what you need to really enjoy this. I mean, to me, it's like... But that's I, what the company's hoping. That's what they're hoping. Hey, that's what, what the company say. The company laid on us. Well, what they say in grumpy old men wishing one hand and the other exactly, and see which one yeah. gets filled first. That's in, hilarious. In, the, in their dinner party, with, <laughs> um, in the dinner party, Kitty asked him, Kitty. Kitty, who's Kitty? Kitty from uh, oh, Seven Show. Oh, the wife, the Mr. Mom, Hart's wife. <laughs> Who are you? How did you get here? Why are you here? Yeah. She asked him all those questions. They didn't ask, and they didn't ask, they didn't answer any of those questions. No. It's it's like answer, just answer it. It's like, yeah. it's like we all agree that we know. If you're a Marvel expert, you, you all agree you know that this story is going on in an alternate dimension. Something weird is happening. Yeah, something yeah. weird is happening. And whether she's in control of it or she's being manipulated by it, and the more they give you, the more they're lend- lending you to believe she might not be in this be- because she's against her will, but she is in some essence controlling what's happening. You're getting that suspicion as you're watching the show. It's a, yeah, I get you. It's a little bit harder to follow through with the logic of it without having some appreciation, as you and I were talking about before, of who these characters are and being invested in them. And I think that's why you invest in trying to figure out. You're not trying to figure out the mystery. You're trying to figure out what the mystery is. At this point in time, because yeah. you you pretty much have if you if you're a Marvel fan, you pretty much have an idea that there's some kind of alternate dimension where some kind of alternate reality is taking place, and she's working her way through what's going on. Is it happening pre-snap, post-snap, any of these things that go on? Now you're just getting nerdish, and that's not revealed to you until the very end of the episode, right? When they pull back and there's a TV screen and somebody's taking notes or whatever he's doing. And I'm observing what's going on, and they're giving you the sword logo. And they had to see, yeah, yeah that was the sword logo, and yeah. that was the other thing. It's black and white, and all of a sudden at the end, you see something color, like you said, the logo, and that, yeah, that's a good stopping point. Why don't we stop right there, real quick, and let y'all explain what sword is because we've referenced it a few times. Yes, agents of sword. So what is sword? So sword stands for sentient world observation and response department. So that's the okay. That was the now that was what I was getting to earlier. With the uh, the people that with guy I met in the bathroom, so like, uh, <laughs> what guy did you meet in the bathroom? I met John Cassidy, <laughs> oh, a, a loyal guy, a loyal subject of Zamunda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, where my rose petals at? Yeah, you know, my king. It's you. I will wait till time my life for this moment. Hey, uh, so there is a uh, there's okay. So sword in the comics was 
uh, at least introduced to me in this uh, new X-Men. Now, here's the funny part about new X-Men. It was uh, Josh Whedon had start to he started to write it with this artist, John Cassidy. And I why, look, why don't you say what Josh Whedon did? Oh, well, Josh Whedon, you know, the uh, he worked on the Avengers movie. He did Age of Ultron, Buffy and, Vampire Slayer. And what jo- else? Justice League. When, and he got fired. <laughs> yes, he was gonna. Yes, he got fired. He was gonna do just and yeah. But he worked on this comic book. I was just kind of keeping it, you know, with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you put over Josh Whedon like he's a name, and it's like, well, yeah, explain the name because some people may not Fair be familiar. Enough. Fair enough. So the point is, is that I was like, oh, okay, I saw Sword. And I was like, I remember that because there was a lady there that had green hair in the comic books. I'm not sure if she's gonna appear. Green hair? Yeah, green hair. It's a lady with green hair. She was cool. I just don't know if she's gonna appear. In this show, but I was like, okay, well, I wonder if that has something to do with that. And so when I looked through the credits, I saw they had special thanks to John Cassidy, who was the artist on that book, and Josh Whedon, you know, who worked on that book. So I was like, ah, oh, okay. Now that's when, like you said, Daddy, that's when like the the comic, you know, guru thing tries to like piece parts together that aren't there in this show yet. And then I start coming up with just like, you know, just weird theories. Well, let me just as, as a comic book expert, and again, this goes for you and, and Kirk, then if you're dealing with an agency, like S.H.I.E.L.D. is meant to police activities happening on Earth. Yeah, it's this like is, Cosmic S.H.I.E.L.D. So why? how would this activity that we're seeing in WandaVision affect the galaxy? I mean, but now we're just talking theory, but yeah... But it's plausible because no, they introduced wait, 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 it. But yeah. You're saying sword is heavenly and heavenly, heavenly sword, heavenly uh, made, <laughs> heavily involved in what's going on in in the storyline. So what I would like to know is, okay, if sword's involved, and this isn't shield, this is clearly a galactic matter. In accordance with what you guys are telling me about sword, so what would their role be at the end of uh, the latest Spider-Man movie? Nick Fury was in space with the scroll in a. Um, Orbiting satellite somewhere, so maybe that's leading into this. Oh, so you're saying Captain? Oh, so you think Ma- it's tied? You're saying that Captain Marvel's an awesome movie now because it all ties together. Good for you, know you. What? you know what? Good <laughs> for you. Say that. <laughs> but if you're you. gonna if you're gonna defer that, I'm well, not gonna argue with you. Can I tell you something? If you're gonna suck this series and say that they were so awesome <sighs> with it, with what they did with the '60s, what about what Captain Marvel did with the '90s, mother? That's Captain true. Captain Marvel still sucked. Okay? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but, but, terrible. but, terrible. but, I love but, friends. but I you will say, at, in comparison to Wonder Woman 84, I still would rather Wonder Woman 84. I haven't even seen that yet. But Wonder Woman 84 is a good movie. Uh, but what, but what does that mean? It's, it means that. It means that. In your oh, face. In the face. Oh, it's, it, you brought it up. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't ask this argument, but you did. <laughs> You wanted it. I didn't. You brought it to the table. I served you. So what you say? You didn't like Wonder Woman 84? No, I liked it. It was a good movie. Oh, then what are you trying to say? You <laughs> it like... was still better than Captain Marvel. You're In saying a good movie was In better than a... my opinion. Okay. Back to space. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Back to space. Now, what this could possibly mean is, is that... This is again. <laughs> I, I don't think in order to get things back to normal, we got to go. Okay, back to space. I was yeah. I was spacing out. That's how I was putting it. You know, space, the final frontier. It, maybe what she's doing is she's like altering everything, and maybe it's getting to a galactic proportion. 
because we don't know exactly what the span or range of this thing is. You know what I'm saying? Like she might be being monitored by a sword or whatever, however that's working out, because we don't know because there's only two episodes to tell. But maybe she's being viewed as a threat because she has done some hex altering thing and it's messing up something. So because she's creating another dimension, per se, it's messing with the galactic powers that be because you're not just messing with earth now you're you're creating a separate earth yeah it's possible that she could be making a a reality right now that's wiping out other realities i got you no no, 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 that's a good point it's a very good point so okay so how uh how much are y'all looking forward to the next episode sorry so we're going into episode two uh, we begin this episode with strange noises being heard around the house, to which Wanda discovers is a tree branch rapping on the window. The main plot of this episode is that Wanda and Vision are preparing for their magi- magician act for a neighborhood talent show to raise money for the children. Everybody together. For, for the, the children. children. Uh, Vision swallows some big red gum, which he obtained at a neighborhood watch <laughs> meeting with the guys, of course. Yes. Uh, because of this gum swallowing, we discover that it really gunks up Vision's gears, making him appear to be, quote-unquote, drunk. Uh, well, because of his drunkenness, quote-unquote, the magician show turns out to be the greatest comedy show in the history of the neighborhood talent show. And in this episode, we are introduced to Geraldine and Dottie and welcome the return of Agnes, the funny neighbor who feels the need to drink at these neighborhood wives committee meetings. Also, we are introduced to the color to color for the first time in the series, which makes the intro of the show very significant because very it pleasant is, film. Yes, because it is reminiscent of the intro to the show Bewitched, which, as I may point out, the Bewitched series went from black and white to at some point color itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, original series. So that's what episode two was all about. And throughout this, we get the first chance of hearing an outside voice saying, "Wanda, who's doing this to you?" Wanda, who is the, we see outside influences coming into this world. Somebody's trying to reach her. Yes, yeah, somebody's trying to reach her into this episode, and this is the first time we see it. It's very, uh, the second episode is a lot more Truman Show-esque than what the other episodes were. Uh, with the, the, well, I shouldn't say other. There's only one. One other one. Well, yeah. <laughs> one other one. Another sequel. By the second one, you start to get the idea that the people who are in this universe are a little bit more controlled by Wanda and a lot more aware like I said before that you saw that instance where Mrs. Hart was looking at Wanda as like stop it stop it as if she was talking to her and telling her to stop what was happening I think you get to see a lot of instances like you talked about what was the Geraldine yes woman where she's like I don't even know why I'm here you start to see a little bit more of an instance of, of characters like we're being controlled by what's going on around us even though we realize what's going around us isn't quite natural so that's what I'm saying. It feels a little Truman Show esque. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, it's very crazy for sure. I like, I like this one. The first one. chance where you have out, you realize there's something outside of what's happening in the current episodes you're watching. You have the helicopter. You have the beekeeper dude at the end. Right, yeah. Dottie you know, was Dottie, another one. Was yeah, like, Dottie. I don't trust you. You're yeah. doing something. Geraldine, if you remember from the trailers for this series, she's the one that get kicked out of whatever world they're in. Um, that's that's very plain. Uh, you get to see that. 
Yeah, and then things were like if like they like you said, it, she, the girl cut her hair. They had the helicopter. Things were red. Yeah, the color, black yeah. and white. The, the Pleasantville, yeah, yeah. yeah j- just like the Bewitched episode, everything turns into color. It's yeah, like it's yeah. trippy. That one was that was a, a lot trippier than the first one, which I kind of dug. So are we? We understand though. Uh, hopefully, I'm not off on this, but this is progressing through different uh, time periods, right? Of yes. TV shows, yes. You went from the 50s to the 60s. Right. I didn't really catch that until like today. I had, you know, I put on my Facebook that I'm watching WandaVision, blah, 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 blah. And if you look at the thumbnail that gets put on your page when you do that, they're in like an 80s sitcom. Kind of, uh, maybe not 80s, but an 80s time period. Cause she's got the big hair and he's got this kind of like, uh, I don't know, but you can tell like it's further on in the future. So I didn't really catch that at first until I saw this this picture of them on this television and the television is like it's a more modern television you just made me think like what if we keep this gimmick going like so we're going to the 50s and 60s we're going to go to the 70s obviously and that's all cool and everything what if we go all the way up into like you know the 90s and beyond and next thing you know we're on the set of full house and there's Elizabeth Olsen, the Scarlet oh, Witch. Oh, that is like meta. That'd be awesome. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. She's playing the part of her her, her sisters. Yes, oh, man, that would be awesome. How long do we keep this going for? Like, I mean, that would be kind of cool, I, wouldn't it? Can I tell you, the last season of Agents of Shield did exactly that. Get the f- out of they here. They went through every different. They they time traveled, kind of like what you saw in the MCU. They time traveled and they went through different, like they went through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. And uh, the one guy that was an android uh, survived through all those periods. And it was, it's interesting that you brought that point up because it's like that's the exact thing that happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They went through time. They and, met the Olsen twins? No, they didn't meet the Olsen twins. <laughs> but that would have been awesome if they did. But uh, yeah, they went through time like that, just exactly like you said. So that'd be kind of funny if they did that. But a lot of shows do do that, where you go through time periods and you see this as that and the other, but it happens over a short burn. It's like, you know, a clip here, a clip there. We're staying in the world of Dick Van Dyke. We're staying in the world of of Bewitch. We're staying in the world of, like, they don't want to leave those worlds. So it's like, it's almost like we have one idea. And it's a movie idea. And if we did this as a movie, this WandaVision show would be about two hours and you'd really enjoy it. But because we're trying to stretch it over nine episodes, we're going to elongate this. And instead of, uh, you know, extrapolating upon the idea, we're going to extrapolate upon the period. Oh, it, it would be that, like yeah. if you're watching back, like one of my, fa- like I love Back to the Future, the series. I, I do. But my favorite Back to the Future uh, movie is Back to the Future 2. Because I remember seeing that in the theater. In my That's mind, because you're a smart guy. Well, my mind was blown when we went to the past. I mean, I'm sorry. We went to the present. And then next thing you know, uh, you know, Marty sneaks into his house and he's another person's house. And they chase him out and he goes back in and Biff has married his mom. And he's running Hill Valley. And it's like, what the hell is going on? And finally gets to Doc Brown, who Doc explains to him, you know, Biff at some point in time stole the almanac. And that's how we trans. It, we're going to bring this whole, all thing back. It's all to the entire awesome. line. WandaVision reminds me of if we did. Back to the Future 2, but like we're going to do one whole episode about how Marty woke up in the wrong house. <laughs> we're going to do another whole episode about how Marty woke up at the tower and he found out that you know his dad was dead and Biff married his mom and so forth and so on until we get to the sixth episode where we finally realize and Doc explains to us that Biff stole the time machine. 
<laughs> and that's what happens. It's like that's a series. That's to me in the nutshell. It's a withhold plot. Yeah. To make you tune. It's, it's the exact opposite of episodic television. Is exactly what the Mandalorian did. We're not going to withhold story. We're we're withholding plot i know i'm not That's arguing with that yeah. and you need to stream you need to stream these shows in you a need, world you where need to have all of these in things a world here. where everything is available right then and there what else can they do besides make you have you have to tune in week after week we it's not like a, in the 80s when who shot jr i had no idea we can make it I, I object sir they could show you wanda lying on the bed and you don't know who's got her there. Ooh. But you know she's on a bed okay and she's being that. held beyond her will. Me. And then <laughs> you, you, Hello bro, you had me going with look, your your <laughs> argument you had no argument anymore. I'm with you. Uh, I was Buddhist proper twelve on my nose. You was like beast. Thank you, thank you, Night Stalker. <laughs> Vision, Vision, right there. Look, Vision, can't pull up on the bed like what's that? What's that? You're selling a product that has already been sold. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Now, I'm just saying, like, you could absolutely, okay, now you've hinted, you know Wanda's someplace, another reality, being held, and what's going on is happening in her mind, and you're satisfied to watch what you're watching because you understand what's, what's going on. You're not even getting that. You're getting none of that. You, you, you pretty much have an idea that that's what's going on. That somewhere, somehow, Wanda has entered into an altered dimension or an ultimate reality or whatever that's going on. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they don't give you plot first and then let's see how this whole thing unfolds. If you watch Breaking Bad, at the end of Breaking Bad, the very first, you, you need to watch only the first episode. You know Walter White is cooking meth and he's going to try and become a drug dealer. And the whole thing is about that dealing journey. with that. Right, and there's character-building episodes, there's world-building episodes, and there's all these episodes that help build up the story. Things move the plot along, things happen. You don't get none of that. This whole series, just like The Mandalorian, their objective is obscure the plot at all costs. Have you, at all times, at odds to where this is going? Have the internet nerds marking out and saying... This could be this, and this could be this, and this could be that, and whatever. It, it seems like that is the general overall objective to me. Well, Correct. let me throw this. Let me throw this at you. Throw this at you. So, like, I was watching the second episode, and they now I do like this. They got the little funky commercials that come in. Between. Oh yeah, oh, oh. we have to mention that. Yeah, my oh. turn. No, my I gotta turn. Got to put on that one. Very right? nicely. Very nicely. Thank done. you. That's that's right. You're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> You're missing out. So, like the first one is like about the stock toaster, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, cool. But then there's the second commercial. Remember what the second commercial deals with? The watch? Yeah. Yeah. Stark, uh, uh, Strucker. 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 So, like, I was watching it with my daughter. Strucker. I bought more. And so I, I watch it with my daughter at a Old jokes, but still is telling. That's how you do a Good dad joke, Lee. Uh, he goes ahead, and the boyfriend is like, well, what struck her? Because my daughter's boyfriend likes to be a, he's a know-it-all. Finally, he didn't know something. He's a good dude. You he was like, a good dude. Bam! Yeah, I was like, nah, this is why I'm your daddy. <laughs> so I said, this is Baron Von Strucker. He's a bad guy. He works with Hydra. Da, 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 da. And then there's like a Hydra symbol in there. In the watch, yeah. In Did the you watch. really say da, 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 da? No, it was longer than okay. that, but for the sake of time, it's da 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 da. But, no, but you need Strucker, that watch and your woman. Those yeah. are the two accessories you need when you go out. Sometimes you need to just watch a woman. Yeah. That, you know. But I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, it's, sir. It's a little disappointing. Well, I was just kind of hitting it quick. Okay, okay, go ahead. But uh, wait, as far as what? 
Well, there was another thing that was happening in those commercials. Did you catch it? The first one, he yes. he goes and he hits the toast, and the lady's like, "That's taking too long." And it's like beeping, and yes. beeping. Well, what was what was weird about the beeping? I don't know. It was just I thought it was a bomb. About it to was go the off. only thing in color in that first yep. episode. It was the red, the red button, the red, there was the red, red light. light that was blinking over and over again, and it kept going faster and faster as as, as it kept. And they paused kept on. on that. And what was the tagline? Forget, Forget the past. past. This is your future, and it was very overtly hypnotic, mm. like as it if was. they were kind of like it took a while trying. So then all of a sudden you're like, well, are these commercials controlling Wanda? Is Wanda watching these commercials and see she's associating her childhood mind? Oh, basically, like why is these... the commercial here? Yeah, right, right, right. You see the same thing with the Strucker commercial. Yes, as the high another, episode, another, another thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Is, now I will not take credit for this. This is my little brother that pointed this out to me. The first one was a toaster. It was a Stark Industries toaster. The yes. second one was a Strucker watch. Hydra. Those are Hydra. That, those were the first two things that we know of that were traumatic events in her lifetime. Stark waiting for the bomb to kill her mm-hmm. when they were lying on the, on the thing. And then Strucker with the brainwashing. Yes. Those uh, are my stone. Uh, right, right, right. Well, and, and again, you go with the tagline of the first one, which was, you know... Um, what did we say before? Forget the past. Forget, Forget the, the past. past. Yeah, this is your future. The second one was Strucker, he'll make time for you. He'll make time for you. Yeah. Again, vaguely hypnotic. But now in that instance, in that instance, this is where Lee has the point. Because if you just like, oh, well, it's a commercial, whatever, you could go past that. It doesn't affect your viewing of the plot of the show. But yes, in that sense, Lee is correct. You would have to be a comic dude or see the movies or whatever to get that to get that deep into it you know what i mean but now we're just like well but it's not even the dots you know what i'm saying though. but i don't think it's being deep that's it's a little like, deep that a little deep a little bit but i mean i think you can assume from that that somebody is being hypnotized yeah no i'm not saying you're wrong but what i'm saying is is that if i sat with two people who had watched the they were aware of the marvel movies but right there when they put on the watch like they do they do stark but they didn't know strucker you know what I'm saying? And so they're like, what's that about? I was like, well, that's a bad guy. Duh, 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 duh. So you would have to kind of have some sort of knowledge. there to kind of say, well, maybe there is something sinister going on here based upon the watch. At least that's what I explained to them. We see the next commercial, the next episode, we'll know, we'll have more better thing for what that goes. It's MODOK. MODOK's yeah. running the whole show. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> no. You lie. You're no, not lying. No, because that makes sense. Because then I was gonna bring up one last that makes point. Sense, really, I was just joking. No, because yeah. I was gonna bring up one other point. I was, gonna, I was gonna suggest aim and all that crap. No, that's what I was gonna say. Really? Yeah, because the the guy. All right, the guy comes out like. You know, they looking out in the street, they're like, I heard something. Let's go outside. You know, why did vision? Let's go outside. And what do they see? They see dude the beekeep outfit. Right. Aim characters in the books basically wear a beekeeper suit. Oh, yeah, really? See, I didn't whoa, know that. Well, not anyway. a beekeeper suit, but that style I've seen of, this, but there are actual bees around this guy. All right, well, yeah, but you would agree that the color and the uniform for the sake of... Sure, yeah, yeah, if, if, if you're going to split you're good hairs. At theory? Yeah. Yes, but I would say... I want to split hairs. I got much left. <laughs> Mephisto would have been the more natural one because there's a point there where they're at the meeting with Dottie, and Dottie goes, Bev, the the devil's in the details and she leans in Agnes goes that's not the only place he is damn, ah, damn. that's damn good it. I now like that, the way you think 
Oh, thank you. I like that. Yeah, Give me some Twin Towers action. Look at this. You know Look at this. Bonded. You know what? You just excommunicated. I'm a Marvel expert. That was two. That <laughs> was Rob Liefeld to do your inch. Oh, wait. You that was two episodes. That was two references to the devil. What's the second one? There's two references. Two references. There was details. What was the second one? In the first two episodes? In the first two episodes? Another episode, another reference to the devil. Well, there was Emma Caulfield in there. She played the demon in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't get that far into it. All right. <laughs> Just saying, she was. The be- rabbit's name was Mr. Scratch. Was it? Oh, it was. Old You're Scratch right. name. Old That's Scratch is a name point. for the devil. You're oh, right. yeah. That's right. Really Mephisto. Good point. Mephisto is running this whole show. Now, that would explain in the cosplay. Oh, saying the Jewish detail line was one of those lines where it was, it didn't resonate as funny. It was one of those things where you're like, hmm. And hold on. First yeah. off, two two things. Agat Agnes. Ag- yeah, we were young. Okay. Agatha Agat, Agat Hartness. Agatha Hartness was a, was a witch yes. who was a, um advisor and, and, and to and the Scarlet the Witch. And from the trailers, that's what we're thinking from the Mar- is. From the Marvel Universe. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. That's wait, what wait. we're thinking, yes. So I, I don't know yeah. what y'all are talking about. Who, wait, who? Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. She was a witch, a witch who was actually alive during the Sailor Witch Trials. Okay. Back in like you, you, he's, going, he's going comic on you now. More comic. comic. This, is, okay. this is comic. Agatha it's Harkness. In, it's in line with the trailers that they w- released for Was a episode. witch yes. in, in, in the Salem Witch Trial, and she survived all these days. And she was an advisor to Wanda. Wanda, when she had her twins and had the whole storyline. And she had Peter twins at and one point. And Peter. And that's what Agnes... Agnes, though the the neighbor that accompanies her, that's who oh, Ag- Agatha Harkness. Agatha like, uh, Harkness. Put, Ag- put those two li- yes. those two names together. Ag- Agatha Harkness, Agnes. He's doing. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Then what is what? She's the one who keeps making the remarks towards the devil, though. Though exactly. So was she in line with Mephisto? No, yeah. she's kind of like in the, in the comics. She was. She's she kind of in the middle. I thought in the comics she was kind of like she kind of like a medium. No, I think. Well, I mean, medium is kinda, still good enough to be in line where she's not Mephisto, but she is in league. Well, wait, she's enough to tie whatever together. Another one, who is Mephisto in the, in, in the comics? Yes, he, that's a he, good point. He yeah. is Mephisto is Marvel's Marvel Comics version of the devil. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, but it depends on his motive as to if he's like. Evil, or if he, you know, what I'm saying, like he's good. Well, I, I want to put in, I want to put in this point since y'all bringing this up. In the trailers for this whole series, we have Agnes asking Vision if we're dead, and he's like, no, but in, and he asks why to Agnes, and she says, because you are. I don't even remember, remember that. No, I, I remember yeah, this vividly. She's sitting like, in the car. What the hell does this mean? Yeah, she's well sitting done. in the car when Vision is asking her this. Okay, so to say that she's a witch is totally consistent with what we've seen in the trailers. Well, <sighs> she's dead? Is Agatha Harkness a, a dead person? But according to the Kirk, she's been living through all this? Is she's right? like a... She's like a... Yeah. sense, but uh, she's saying, he's saying living... She's like so. a blind psychic, though, from what I remember the comics. I don't she know. needs to have to be a very old lady, or... In the comics, she's old and dirt. A, ma- a Madam Web. I thought it was the same lady. No, I don't think the same lady. Madam Web is was Spider-Man. Our comic cool. book experts are failing us, right? <laughs> we're not failing you. We're not each other. We're literally, yeah, we're cutting, <laughs> we're cutting hairs. But they both are mystics. Right. Like okay. So the so power is Agatha generally the Harkness is alive or dead? <laughs> well, <laughs> she's alive. She's alive. Okay. But, but she's very old as dirt. She's old as dirt. But in the, the trailer, Vision says you're dead. Well, in what he no, said. In the trailer, Agnes, Agnes tells Vision she's he's dead. He's oh, so Agnes tells Vision he's yeah, dead. Agnes oh, tells Vision he's dead. Oh, because because bad, uh, the way the trailer goes is Agnes asks Vision, like, are we in? Are we dead? And he's like, no, why? He's like, because you are. 
Well, now we put okay, we put. Okay. But see, this is what we talked about earlier. Because we are who we are, we're we're not taking the show directly as it is. We're like just delving into it and then taking all these enigmatic pieces and then putting them together with knowledge we have for movies, comics, whatever. Can I tell you something? That's what you have to do yeah. when a movie, when a show does not want to give you its plot. That's yes, that's exactly. And that's I agree. where we are, and that's what sucks about that's this. Show. That's what I was saying yeah. earlier. That's what I was saying earlier. Where it was like you know the parts where it's Dick Van Dyneish and you know Bewitchish and stuff like that's cute. Now maybe they get to the seventies and and they put on a rerun outfit, start doing the, the rerun dance, and yeah, you know Sanford is. Okay, I'm on that. I'm on good times. Like somebody come out and Stelma or something like that. No, somebody comes out as Bookman. Bookman. (laughs) Yeah, can we do like a a Wanda episode where we're doing good times? Yo, I would see that. I would totally watch that. I would totally watch that. Wanda, time you need to pay off vision. How how we gonna pay these bills? How we gonna pay these bills? The Jeffersons. (laughs) Oh my God, Wanda, Wanda. Oh, see, like the 70s was my jam. See, like if they started this show in the 70s, I would defend I'm with you. Well, like, wait till, wait till next week. I, I don't know uh, Dick Van Dyke. I don't know uh, uh, Lila Lucy as much as I know the more of the 70s right? shows. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. You, yeah. And it's not to say that they were bad shows. I mean, actually, you know what's funny? I think that's the first time I ever saw like a black and white show that actually had some brothers and sisters in the black and white show. I know. Show. That, that was very unique. Right? Yeah, it, yeah, was. it was extreme because that never happened. On those shows. Because but, I, in my description, I wanted to say this is the first time we saw color, but in actuality, in episode one, we, we said that uh, uh, they, that there was some color in the office of where Vision worked. Yeah, he had that. He had guy. the other cat, that other cat with him. Yeah, and the little the, Indian dude that Indian walked dude, next dude, to Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cook, let me ask you this. When he goes, Norm's a communist. What the f*** was that about? <laughs> I'm more worried. Which one of them were brothers? The dude that had the fro? I didn't see nobody that, were, that said they were... He's, he's my brother. No, he's like, yeah, you wanted some good gossip. And this is before he was drunk with the gum. He said, Norm's a, a, a communist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's referring yeah. His, to his brother. That, that was, that was like, out, uh-huh. out, the, out the blue. Huh? I didn't know what that was It was about. out the blue. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's something to that. I think, you know, I think this is going to be one of those shows where at the end, you're going to look back and you're going to know all these little mysteries, how they tie together. So maybe that's a little foreshadowing. Who knows? It could just be like that whole time area with the... Um, the whole Red Scare and all that was going yeah, on. It was Cold strange over here. Just out of the blue, it just came out with communists. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. laughed. And, that, and then nothing came out of it. Especially so. right now. To say communists like that. Oh, oh yeah. Well, back then, that was, that yeah, was radical. Like, I'm waiting for Norm to look at him uncomfortably like, dude, you just outed me. Like, you read my mind, and how did you Especially know? Since Norm wasn't a, was a, a man of color. Yes, he was. He wasn't and, a white guy. And he just laughed along like it was all a big joke. And I got the impression that the reason Vision knew that was because he read Norm's mind and he knew he was a communist. But Norm just laughed it off like it was anything. And everybody laughed with him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I'm like, wait, wait, I'm I'm missing something here. And I thought maybe there was something y'all could explain to me. But y'all, apparently y'all had the same reaction. Yeah, no, I don't I was know. Total mystery. I was yeah, like, well, that, weird, that yeah. was quirky. The, the magic show was, was cool, but quirky as well. It was, yeah. Did anybody catch that, the, that her, his name was Illusion and her name was Glamour? And then back in the first episode that I think Agnes was looking at a magazine named Glamorous. Yeah, I saw Glamorous. I just found that was kind of coincidental. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't catch that. No, I, I did not catch that. that. I did but, you know, can I tell you the, the Raz? The Raz point out like at some point in time, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's face is on one of the uh, uh, the magazines. Oh, really? And can I say something else? Well, but um, but the magazines and newspapers, the magazines and newspapers in this in this show, they mention children a lot. Children are mentioned a lot. Well, thing. you know, okay, so that brings me to Vision's tie. Did y'all notice that where you have this little the two, box? With the this, box with two, the two things in two it? Two dots in the, uh, in the box and two dots outside. And we know, uh, again, from the comics, again, this is a spoiler uh, edition, is that Wanda has twins. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is Magneto, who had Wanda, had twins. He had Wanda and Quicksilver, right? Right. And so then Wanda has twins, which are called Wicked, Wicked and Speed. Speed. Look at them too. Damn. Never one like another. Look at that. Young Avengers, Dad. Now they're one of the twins. Friends. That's yeah, one of those Young Avengers things I tried to pitch a long time ago, but that's story for another so day. I was watching them. I'm like, is that box in his tie significant of the two children within the womb and Wanda and him being outside the womb? Is it him and Wanda being in the box while their bodies are out, their minds being in the box or their minds while their bodies are outside the box? That's deep. Then, it was like, like that tie was so obvious mm. it was just it just stuck out as being a symbol at the magic show it was what for the children for the children for the children for the children everybody repeats that for the children it, it was pretty it was there. intriguing that should be it, our tagline when we sign up from now on for the children, for the children. For the children. For the children. yes the magic our way for the children for the but children. even the newspaper that a vision was reading in the first episode when he comes into the kitchen it has something about some baby's smile was Tickled the mama's fancy or something. It was something about a about a kid about a baby. It was it was there, there's so many references to children throughout the whole two first two episodes, and then all of a sudden at the end of the second episode she comes up pregnant. See, this now, is all built to that. She willed herself into being pregnant because obviously children were on her mind. Right, she Agnes, was, Agnes I, kept telling her, "How about you have make you know make whoopee to you with your husband?" Well, no, it wasn't just four episode. It wasn't just Agnes though. Like uh, the neighbors were, and uh, not neighbors, the boss the and boss his boy, wife was yeah. was asking about children and how long you have lived here. I get the impression that that Wanda is populating this world with what she thinks. It's like I get the impression that Wanda's being held against her will. But I do get the impression that she is very much in charge of what's going on in the world. And because she's in charge of it, she's kind of indulging in it. Yeah, especially at the end when the beaker comes up, she's like, no. And no, rewinds that happened and rewinds. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Point. Yeah, okay. that was a little so, funky. But. So way out there. Theory. Modoc. <laughs> way, way, Modoc. Way out there theory. Back to um, Age of Ultron. One uh, says her and Petro, Petro were uh, trapped for two days, I think. Yes. Something like that. Something like that. When he first starts to kill them. I when they're waiting for the bomb to blow up. He's watching let's the bomb. Let's just say that during that during those two days, Sokovia, European country, maybe not a whole lot of advanced culture and everything. They they're watching American reruns. They're watching I Love I Love Lucy. Bewitched. Can Big I Van Dyke show? Can I go one step beyond? What if they're oh. watching a bomb that's beeping red? Could be. Just like in the just commercials. Like that toast just like in the commercials. Yeah. And watching all this, that's that's her only thing about American culture. She's thinking those two things I saw during those two days I was waking, waiting for Stark to kill us. And that's where her subconscious is projecting and making this series that we're watching right now. Like Danny said in the commercial, watching the bomb. Tick, 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 tick. And she's, she's watching these videos of all these idealized American culture. I love Lucy, bewitched. Stuff like that. That's what they have now. And that's where the voice comes over on the radio saying, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Wanda, who's doing this to you? Right, Nobody's right. doing this to her. She's doing it to herself. That's a, that's a very real possibility. It's, okay, you know, it's possible. Now, here's, okay, so here's, okay, now, uh, 
with a soldier, that's when like everybody starts to infiltrate. Right, Hydra and all that other stuff, they start to infiltrate. Now, we got Hydra already in here. So, and let's say if you go with that, be like, I, I want to just go ahead and just say, I, I like the Mephisto thing. I'm kind of with like a Hydra being captured, like, because kind of like Hydra and AIM kind of work together, at least to where I remember it. I kind of like that they have her kind of captured and doing the thing. Sword is watching her project whatever is going on in her head and they're kind of like okay we got to figure out a way to intercept the transmission that's kind of like what i'm going with it and try to figure out a way to break it out because like she had the helicopter helicopter's red has got sword on it right so right, right right so it's a good guy so like maybe they try to like well, figure out- well, well is sort of good guy well, okay, you know what? Fair, because I haven't. I've only seen two episodes. No, 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 no. I've only seen two episodes yeah. as well. I don't know about com- like. No, no, no. I'm saying is Sword in the comics a good guy? Yes, they're okay. They yeah, kind of, yeah. but so they put the shield. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, right. they're cosmic shield. Like even Beast is on it. I don't now. even remember Sword in the comics. Well, I've, see, I've read comics, but this was like this was like um like again this was like the Josh Whedon one. So this is like we're talking like. Ooh, early 2000s. Okay. And that was back when they, they took, Marvel took X-Men, Avengers, and they did this weird thing that they just split them up. Uh, like, you know, they had like, uh, what was it? Wasn't it something like New Avengers or like something where they mixed X-Men? They had half X-Men, half Avengers. Because there was like, a, I want to say it was after the Civil War fallout. And nobody nobody liked superheroes at that point. So they had to figure out a storyline to kind of make all the superheroes deal with each other and then come together and all this weird weirdness. That's where that storyline came from. Yeah, so it's a weird it's a weird point, but it's cool to know that in those storylines that have happened, like we're in twenty twenty one, here are storylines that they're pulling like from like fifteen to twenty years back to make for media now. To kind of wrap this all up, man, let me ask this last question. And I'll start off with Lee. Um, are these first two episodes enough for you to continue watching the rest of the MCU? Specifically, next Friday when we have the next two series of uh, two episodes of WandaVision. Lee, what do you think? Well, I guess if I want to be on the show, I have to watch it. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. We listen to all your travels. No, no, we no. support you. No, that bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm with Lee on this one. It's Don't like, do me like that. No, I'm with. Uh, if y'all are like guys, next week you got to talk about Wandavision. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. I, I'm with Lee. I could let a, a couple weeks go and then catch up to it when I know I'll get a more of a satisfactory sense of what's going on. I hate the fact that they're withholding plot. I hate the fact that they're withholding um, uh, meaning. Towards they're not putting you right in the middle of it. Right. They're not investing me in it. They're making me tune in just to find out what the f*** is going on. It feels like lost all over. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Wow, but, yeah, I, I like Lost too. So. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. But the only thing I'll say is that I will say this. Like, after this recording right now, I'm, I am kind of interested to go back and see some of these details that I didn't miss. I mean, that I missed and I didn't know about and I didn't understand the reference. So, that was kind of cool being on, you know, us talking about it and me having a point of reference now to some of those things. So, but yeah, I mean, ultimately if, if we weren't doing a podcast and I had just watched it because it was a Disney show, I probably would not have, I probably wouldn't tune back in. Maybe not ever. Um, but you know, again, who knows how it's going to progress. It may, hopefully it'll get to the point where it's a little more engaging and I can enjoy it more. And I think that sometimes you just have to, 
go along for the ride. So to answer your question, short answer, I probably would not watch this if I wasn't on the show, but I got a little more enjoyment and a little more um, comprehension level after doing the show today. All right. So based on the first two episodes, Lee, no. Okay. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's a good answer. Because, I mean. What do you think? That's an honest answer Dave gave. Uh, but, he, you know, he wouldn't be on the show. He wouldn't be turning in. But he already gave the answer. He, he, he already did. said that in well, the very beginning. Yeah. I'm just going He's what consistent. he said now. I'm giving, He's like, good I'm point, but I would not. <laughs> All right. So Being an MCU fan, yes. You would watch this. Okay. Being an MCU fan, not knowing anything about the comics, yes, I am tuning into this because I'm intrigued now. I don't know what, what the hell is going on with this. Being a comic fan, I'm even more intrigued because, like, how are they going to work everything that I, that I already know into the story? Let me ask you this, Dave. Are you, would you rather be looking for the next episode of this or the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Hmm. I think this. Yeah, I think this is going to carry the, the MCU forward more than the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I, for my personal my personal opinion, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier going to be more, more of a filler. Okay, oh, I right. think it's going to be carrying the story of the MCU forward more than this one. I think you're going to have like it'll be easier to talk and digest that one than than this one. Than, than well, I, I like yeah. this one. Plus, now I'm, I'm going to say the caveat that these first two episodes are built on 50s and 60s nostalgia with the the extra black and white TV sitcoms. And that's kind of an era that I'm very familiar with because that's the way I grew up in. All right, so Kirk says yes. And so Eli, what do you say? Uh, I, I'd easily I'd easily say this. Um, I would watch it because it's like an MC universe. But if I didn't have anybody to discuss it with, it would be tougher. I can see that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's like the stuff I know, and like like I said, it was good to kind of have this kind of exchange. But like, yeah, the people I watched it with were like, uh, I don't know anything about that. But it would benefit the show more if they just threw out like all episodes and just were like, hey, look, you waited a long time for this to show up. Here's everything, and you could just binge it in it one shot sense. and be yeah. good. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah, it's it's like I, I'm only watching it because I'm curious with hope that uh, they give me more of a sense of what the heck's going on. You yes. know, because yeah, the first two episodes are pretty out there. I don't know what's going on. So it's like, I- I'm hoping next week I get a little bit more clarity with the next two episodes after that. I'm kind of excited they're releasing two episodes a- a- each week. So I'm, I am I'm too. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like the fact that we were able to just kind of collectively have all of this weird knowledge. Because like when we did The Mandalorian, you were like the source of knowledge at that point because you had seen all this other Star Wars stuff. Right. And then even to say on this one, and it just goes to everybody's point, it's just the show's so out there and it's not enough for you to just kind of say, all right, yeah, I like this part of that part. It's so enigmatic that you have to pull apart stuff that you know and what you can pull. And that's fun for a discussion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a lot more invigorated, you know, now than, uh, than ever. Because I can have that to see all the different plot points that can be pulled and who saw what. So it's like just conspiracy talk. But yeah, as a show, it is yeah, it's a little it's a little rough. So you'd that's say a yes, great connection. Right? That that seriously, that's that's a great connection you just made there, E, in the sense of that Kevin really kind of brought us into the Star Wars expanded universe. You and Kirk are bringing us into the Marvel expanded universe. I just that's my one problem with this series is that again, it follows that Mandalorian uh, type of viewing, which is that in order to really appreciate it, you have to be tapped into an expanded universe that if you're the casual viewer, you might be, as Lee was, more uh, prone to say, you know what, I- I'll wait. And I-, I feel the exact same way Lee feels. I was like, I'll-, I'll wait. I've got too much going on in a given week to where I'm going to make this, you know, 
mandatory viewing. And the one biggest thing I've seen, the critique I've seen about this this show since Friday morning when it, when it premiered, when I got up, is it's weird. Yeah. It's it's we used to when you say MCU product, we're looking for a certain we got a certain model in mind, and this yeah. is weird. This yeah. is why is this coming with a with a black and white? I don't know anything about black and white. What do you black and what the hell? And it's but it but it has a story. It's just you got to wait for the last five minutes, not even to see somebody watching it on a TV screen to know. Okay, hold on, there's something else behind this. But it better pay itself off really well. Yeah, it, well, it has to. Well, you know what? I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've seen an interview with uh, Paul Bettany who plays Vision, who said that it's basically three character. It's three arcs. The third arc, which is the first one, which is the first three episodes. Second, second three episodes, and third one is going to be where it's going to be really payoff to the the big big reveal. But again, to have to to wait for to ask somebody who has nothing, no idea about what the comic book or anything else to come in and wait six episodes to find out what's going on. It's a little, it's a little much. It's, it's a little much. Yeah, it's like saying F- the casual fans. We're just appealing to our base. And in our base, by the time they spread the word, the whole thing will be out. And, and I can and I can panel. see where this where the, where this ends. It leads into the Doctor Strange movie, which is supposed to be Doctor Strange and Wanda sure. in the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. I think well, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, which that goes into that. But still, you're asking your audience to know all the history that's going before this. Yeah, but that's why. But that's what I was saying earlier to you. Like, look, when Falcon the Winter Soldier comes out, I don't think you're going to have this level of confusion. I, I, that I, seems to be more I a agree. grounded movie, a I grounded agree. TV, yeah. a grounded you know it's show, be a grounded to, series. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, appreciate to what, that. To what Eli just said, that would be a welcome change to have a series that I know what it is as soon as I tune in, and I can be like, oh, dude, that's awesome because they're trying to figure out this that, and the other. To have a series that I can watch after two to three episodes and be like, dude, this is what the series is about, and dude, I don't know where it's going, but it's got me. That's awesome. To have a series where it's always like, especially on Disney Plus these days, is have a series where it's always like, I don't know where it's going, but I'm tuning in because I'm invested in the property is a little bit different. It'd be a good balance for sure. It right? would be a different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Kev. So guys, look, uh, we're curious to know what you think about the first two episodes or the opening two episodes of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4. Let us know, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion, and if you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, you can get in touch with us to share your opinions about WandaVision through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at showupmagicoway.com, leave us a voicemail via SpeakPup widget, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text at 1815MOWEEKEND. That is 1815MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Hey! Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. 
the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out, experience it for yourself, and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Life filled out. The whole package. I never get tired of hearing that. Totally not. You heard what Mr. Liefeld said, and what he forgot to mention, which I would help to mention, is when you go to the Ivory Comics website, not only will you see all those great features that Rob mentioned, but you will also get a link to this awesome podcast, so you never miss an episode. You get the history of things. You get the critiques of things. You never miss out. You can also find me out there on Facebook, Eli Jairus, where you can find me there, as long as you're a real person, you're welcome. As long as you're a bot, please don't do it. Uh, you can also find Project Gation on Facebook. So you go to Facebook.com slash Project Gation. Find some cool artwork there. Instagram right out there. Posting up some posts and the hearts and the likes and liking what you do. And if you're doing what I like. EIB504 is where you can find me there. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, you just bring me the gladness. Although I'm not sure about smiling sideways, Kevin. Oh, that's okay. Man. <laughs> and look, if you want to book a vacation, so uh, maybe you can go visit Disneyland. Who knows? Without an annual pass, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-WAX-EM-OFF-WITH-MY-FISTO. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> wow. And this guy says he doesn't listen. Wax him off with Mephisto. <laughs> Lee has been listening. Wax him off with Mephisto. Mephisto. That's what he, he said. He said wax him off or wax him off? Wax him off. Oh, damn, he said wax him off. But that's what he <laughs> that did. That would have worked that's well. Lee. Lee combining <laughs> together. He's Lee. He take you there. That's what he's a travel he, agent he for. He wax him off. He wax him on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you can email me at lee at magicalway.com. <laughs> Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika! And of course, Kirk, thanks for coming on our show once again, man. Uh, Kirk! You, you, yeah. Yeah. Is, is there any way the listeners uh, can follow oh, you? Or what, uh, or what I, you I'm just do? glad I caught Kirk's sympathetic vibes. Sympathetic. <laughs> sympathetical. Me and you. Yeah, like yeah, that. Right exactly. here. Exactly. Well, hopefully you can find me on the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast whenever COVID is finished and we come back. Wait, oh, y'all, y'all having hiatus? hiatus? Y'all on hiatus? It, it's been a hiatus for a while. Oh, no. You can't have that. No. You can't. This, look, we have figured out a way to keep talking. Y'all on shore leave. Despite this. Man. Come on. Get but, the Navy out look, there. We but just, we, we're here. We just we're had here. a talk with Lee about Captain Stan and all that. Maybe I'll get scurvy. Captain Stan is the but Magic Our Way is the home port. But I'm just saying, like, you guys still have our support. Support and you can make your own stuff. Sure don't don't quit that. now. Appreciate that, right? Come on, move forward. You let us know yeah. when when y'all start uh, broadcasting again. We will go ahead and be sure to promote that. All right, guys. In addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener. 
And we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Ari Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Some weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. House of M&M's. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking Disney and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff.